Welcome to Curly's Mailbag, the Queensland Racing Preview with the one and only MJ. I'm your host, Scooty Pippen. I've still got Curls' hat and it is Sunshine Coast Guineas, Winx Guineas, uh, Glasshouse Handicap Day on Saturday. And this is the, the card that we've all been waiting for. Yeah. yeah it is. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, what an intro. Get around it. Exciting. Hey? Really exciting. Um, it's great to, great to have a race named after, um, you know, one of the top 10 horses that we've seen in our lifetimes in Winks. Um, that's really adds a lot of flavour to the meeting, doesn't it? Um, very you got a post on the wall. You're a big fan. You're a big, big Chris Waller man. And they're just like, it's, it's a, it's a chock, chock of lock meeting. You've got Kiss You Kano, the only horse in Queensland to beat Rothfire, opening up the card. Race one, number one, 16 and a half kilos, Mark Duplessis. Yeah. It's, no uh, marks up yet, but it, it probably just does it win. Um, oh, look, it'll it'll be very well supported, I'd imagine, um, for the reason that you mentioned with that Roth fire form. Yeah, we'll just see what price the market the market comes up with. I'd be sort of happy to have a bit of a look at it. Um, one thing about the Michael Nolan trained horses is that uh, they are ready to go first up. Traditionally, he doesn't miss them to get them ready to fire early in their prep. Mm. So. It'll be there to win. Um, I'm not sure whether it was by design or, or what, but um, sort of come come back on the back end of the winter carnival. So you'd expect it to win some 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 races. Um, it did have a jump. Did go uh, was meant to jump out a couple of weeks ago and refused to load there um, the other day at Toowoomba. So it has jumped out since though. It successfully loaded and, and passed and jumped. So. It's a, some, it's a little thing for the back of the mind for the punters at home that wouldn't have seen that information anywhere published. It uh, it, it was a late scratching and a jump out a few weeks ago. Mm, that's why you're the best. Have you ever refused to load, Curls? Or uh, start yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty stubborn. Don't worry about that. I don't, um, refuse, what do you think don't, I don't refuse to load my betting accounts, though. You always got a blast. <laughs> now, what do you think about the noise uh, today? With Victorian horses not allowed in New South Wales, is that is that, is there anything in that? No, like honestly, um, yeah. Look, uh, just it's it's just another power play, isn't it? From St Peter, is it St Peter just reminding everybody that he's God and Jesus <laughs> and Joseph all at the same time, and he's just he's shut the gate on the Victorians. Look, whatever. What what races are the Victorians going up there for anyway? Um, over the next few weeks, I don't know. Look, really, like we should be working together in these, in you know, in this in this instance. Um, got enough headwinds to con- to contend with. Whatever, I don't know. Mm. Like a, a New South Wales horses can go to Victoria, but there's a some kind of quarantine period to come back. Did I? Is that how I read it? Yeah, it's it's a funny one. I, I, my take is maybe it's just to tr- try and distract from um, the jockey betting saga that's going on up there. It just seems like Man, Mark Van Kestel and um, Hieronymus and just in a, a blow for blow uh, fight there as well. So maybe it's just to try and to, to, to distract what's really happening in Sydney. Who knows? But um, possibly, possibly they're good. Like um, you know, hippos. Like I did read, I did read a little bit of that. Uh, like it might look like a, it, it might look like I had a bet, but I didn't. It's not what it looks like. I reckon that's great. Like he's got a right to, <laughs> he's got a right to defend himself. Um, 
Yeah, there's always something going on, isn't there? We can't just enjoy wagering. Um, I like to sort of think of myself in the wagering industry nowadays, less so than the, the racing <laughs> industry. <laughs> Especially oh, after, like, losing, after uh, a losing day. I love it when you say that uh, you love wagering but you hate racing. Speaking yeah. of the races this Saturday at the Sunshine Coast, uh, the weather is interesting. So you've got rain before, a lot of rain forecast Thursday, and then rain forecast Sunday. We're talking about 15 mil and possibly 8 mil on the Sunday. The track's already a soft five, so there's a big asterisk. So maybe not bet early and, and maybe just, you know, see how the track's playing and kiss your cane. will give it a pretty good lead and um, see what's happening there. But let's talk about the races with odds up currently. Is the Wink Skinnies? And it's it's a pretty open open market and probably a disappointing field, um, obviously, with COVID restrictions. Star and Michelin. Last start winner on the back up three thirty, Wapiti four forty, Night Mariner six dollars, um, Aussie same quote, Starla eight fifty, uh, and then you're looking at pretty big odds. Love Express at sixteen dollars and, and twenty or thirty thirty one dollars. The rest. What was your early thoughts when markets first went up here? Uh, my first thought was the lack of quality in the race. Um, well, I don't know whether the lack of quality is a bit harsh. It's a seventy thousand to the winner race. Like you, you know, are you really going to sort of go out of your way to get here? Um, I don't know. I suppose it, it is Group Three. Um, I thought, would have thought we'd seen a little bit more um, Waller influence, I suppose, on this one. But anyway, it is what it is. Um, Star of Michelin is the interesting one for me. I, I sort of thought in transit on Saturday that it probably had no right to win. Uh, still found a way. Uh, I thought it was a pretty impressive win. Um, and then try and sort of marry that up against, you know, obviously, Stewie Kendrick trains, home track. Um, there was a bit of time between runs. So what I'm sort of, what my thought process here was is that um, this was always going to be a target if he gets through his last start because he was a month between runs, but... Post-race, uh, Stewie Kendrick did mention that he had had a jump out in between his last start and that win at Eagle Farm. And um, I sort of anticipate that that he'd be ready to go for, for this race on the home deck. The interesting th- thing about the weather is um, is that if the track does play wet uh, and the rail in a true position, normally they'll be looking to come down the crown of the track anyway, which will suit this horse's racing pattern. So... Uh, it's certainly found sort of the right race at the right time, I feel. Um, and he looks the horse to beat. Um, you mentioned a couple of others there that can that can play a role, but um, it's got a long tail, this race. Mm. I thought um, Night Mariner, just from an SP profile point of view, um, in, its, in its first ever prep, it started a pretty short price versus Star and Michelin. Uh, it didn't fire that day, but it's put two good wins together uh, on smaller tracks and... Given that it's had the start at 1690 at, at, um, at Ipswich, I think that's still a pretty good platform for a, a bigger track at the Sunshine Coast. And it looks like it's a Tavistock, so it looks like it will handle the wet. Um, Bailey's got the ride. That was the horse that sort of interest, interested me um, yep. as a progressive horse sort of on the rise there. No, not from me. Um, uh, we were on him at Ipswich, I think, from memory. Um, short price favourite. Things didn't pan out in the run for him, and he had to overcome a few difficulties Rather than sort of pull out and make his run from the from the 550, 600 metre mark, Bailey had to sort of wait and go in between them, sort of slice through the, on the corner and eventually got to the outside and was able to get Rebel Rock late. 
Um, so I think that the win was a little bit, well, look, I'm, I'm sure the win was better than, than what it looks like on paper, um, mm. you know, overcoming those few difficulties. And I think you nailed it there with this horse getting back on a bigger track. Um, it certainly looks, looks the one that's the danger. Um, look, I don't think Star of Michelin's short, but um, by any stretch on, on what we saw, uh, Mayozzi was another horse that was some interest, um, I don't know, about that ride the other day. I was just, maybe because when you're on a horse, you've got a little bit of situational bias that you just expect a better ride when they get rolled. But um, I was sort of hoping to see this horse sort of, you know, get up and get the back of, of the horse in front of him um, in that three wide in that three wide train sort of working into the race and Robbie stayed in and then sort of just come out pulled out late and started making ground and the bird had flown Shaijin had sort of have already kicked clear but um, I don't know it's it's still got to it's still got to improve a little bit I would have thought as well but um, mm-hmm. yeah just if if the forecast wasn't so to be so wet like up to sort of 15 20 up to 15 mil of rain sort of on the forecast I think for Thursday so Mm. We'll just have to wait and see. See what the track does. For sure. Uh, the, um, the the other feature there is the Glasshouse Handicap, and I nearly fell off my chair when socks are gone. Who is racing in impeccable form? Uh, it probably, it was, you know, it was, it was a great ride last start, uh, socks are gone. And I just thought $2.30 in early betting, if we look at the rest of the market, we've got deep image off a failure um, and a little bit of freshen up off the Stradbroke, $6, probably prefers good, a good surface over the wet. Uh, Crone definitely likes a wet track, Six fifty dollars on that last start, narrowly beaten. Uh, Nova Boy, $8, special missile around the $7 quote. Uh, and then you're looking at $13 for River Racer, who probably goes really well on a wet track also, and at that track being by Hidden Dragon. Uh, $2.30 socks gone, it does not turn me on. No. Um, you don't know about this race, hey? The first thing I did was the sort of, um, before I seen the prices come out, I sort of kept thinking, to like, trying to go through the race, thinking what starts favourite here? And it, I just kept coming back to Soxagon starting favourite or opening favourite. Um, immediately started to try to punch holes in the horses' chances. Um, obviously, the Sydney horses would... Uh, if they do come, and that's the other thing too. There's no jockey declared on Noble Boy. Um, he's a sort of interesting runner that's changed stables and, and showed plenty of potential. Um, you know, it's got form behind True Detective and Trumbull. You know, last time has trialed since. You know, it's I think the track, like a soft track, wouldn't worry it. It's got great wet track stats. Um, so yeah, this will be another interesting, interesting one where you're sort of looking at the track, like you said about Deep Image. Um, you know, Victory Eight's thirty dollars. It's sort of had been racing pretty good at its home deck. Um, yeah, there's a lot of variables here. Uh, you keep going through the through the stats, and you sort of keep coming to Soxigon, who put up a huge effort on the clock uh, last start. A really nice win. Uh, you know, had the perfect run in the race and. You know, I know that it says in the form guide it reads class six set weights and it sort of goes to listed grade here, but this is, um, I'm not sure how many genuine listed class horses are in this field either. So mm. it's just, uh, it's too short to bet with the unknowns of the track, that's for sure. Um, you know, and saying that this horse has had two goes on the soft for two for a win in a second. So, um, 
Yeah, well, I suppose we'll just see what happens again. I know it sort of sounds like a broken record to see how much rain we get, but, um, you know, shopping around um, early is probably no good with the forecast, so we just have to wait and see, unfortunately. Mm. Does, yeah, spe- when you look at the form of special missile on a soft track winning a Scone Cup over uh, fierce impact uh, yeah. and then, you know, being pretty competitive to a horse to start the season, I'm going a long way back, but um, oh, I just... You make a lot of money if you back Sydney horses and, and Melbourne horses getting up to, to Queensland. And especially, at, I'd rather be on a horse like that, even off the highest P against True Detective. I think uh, that'd be the way I'm going. Richard Friedman seems to place his horses impeccably well. Um, it and Noble Boy are the ones that really um, pique my my interest in, in this race. Curls, big week uh, last week. And then this week, you've what are the meetings that you've got covered for the rest of the week to, to do race by race and how are you going to tackle the rest of the week for the mailbag? Uh, we've got uh, Toowoomba Saturday night, Gold Coast Saturday. Um, we had a, a tremendous run of seconds. Um, I even, uh, it, I was going so good at, at tipping things that would run second last Saturday. I've tossed up, we had a, a race at Toowoomba over 870, and I said um, that the favourite will um, is a distant complete moral, but we won't be taking the dollar forty. It's rock bottom. Um, the horse <laughs> that will run second will be Red Rabbit. Uh, sure enough, Red Rabbit wins and knocks off the dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's how good I was going right. with the, race, the amount of seconds. But we'll be covering the Gold Coast has been a really good track for us over the first three months of the service. Um, we'll be betting there Saturday afternoon. Um, Toowoomba Saturday night and Gatton. So Gatton was, um, I was referring it to Royal Gatton last, before the last meeting there. Uh, I would be referring this one as the uh, the graveyard of Gatton after <laughs> last, last time's performance. And then this, obviously the Sunshine Coast, um, the Sunshine Coast meeting for the Metro service Saturday afternoon. So we're, once again, we've, like I've touched on earlier, we're sort of condensing these meetings into the weekends now like it used to be. So Plenty of time to get the reviews and the previews right um, for those meetings from the weekend rather than having sort of race meeting day after day. So mm. we should be able to get back into some good routine and hopefully we can find some winners rather than finding the runner-up stall. Yeah. Well, exactly, yeah. I think um, we might call you Shane Bunn this week instead of Jane Bunn, the weather girl, and we'll just have you on weather duty and weather watch. So head to at the Woomba Tips for all the weather updates for racing in the Sunshine State, us Melburnians aren't allowed to go anywhere near you, and no. um, probably uh, it's probably a good thing. But uh, head to themailbag.com.au if you want to sign up for Curly stuff. He is absolutely on fire. There is no hotter hunter or tipster in uh, in Australia at the moment. Good luck if you're betting on the Sunshine Coast and in Queensland in general. And curls, the question on everyone's lips: Do you have a shirt on underneath that hoodie? I do actually. Um, so what are the <laughs> One of the um, one of the things that I work work hard on is not wasting money on clothes, Scoot. So um, <laughs> I've got either I either wear Betfair or Mailbag hoodies. Um, <laughs> I wear the I wear the five dollar V neck t shirts from Kmart, which is uh, like I'm, I'm tipping them heavily for anyone that's looking to buy a t shirt. The five dollar V neck black t shirts at Kmart are a staple as as well <laughs> as the um, as well as the fifteen dollar trackies. But I get the one with the elastic around the ankle, just so. Um, Lock yeah, in that heat. Keeps me tucked in nice and warm <laughs> on the top of my best, best dogs. Matt Real style. It must be a Queensland thing to, to be tucked in. All right. Good luck on the weekend, girls, and uh, can't wait to see the action unfold at the sunny coast. Cheers, mate. Talk soon. See ya.